Welcome to the Bipolar Excellence Podcast, helping high-functioning bipolar people find and use the positive aspects of bipolar to build their passion projects. I'm your host, Ken Jensen. Please always keep in mind, I do not offer any treatment advice. I am not a trained medical professional. This podcast and its adjoining website contain my experiences, thoughts, and opinions about bipolar. Always seek the advice of a medical professional when dealing with any mental illness. On with the show. Welcome to the Bipolar Excellence Podcast, Episode 21. I do what I love, but keep using it wrong. Okay. This is sort of a natural, this is a thing that piggybacks off of episode 20. I do what I love, but keep using it wrong. Let me add quickly, this is part of the Life of an Outsider series. You'll find the link in the footer of the website, bipolarexcellence.com. There's 30 some out of these things is what it's going to end up being, just so you know. Then the interviews are coming. Anyway, I do what I love, but I keep using it wrong. Okay, this was part of my list that I've mentioned before. I think what's questionable here is the word wrong. I think the word should have been ineffectively. I do what I love, but I use it wrong. If this is you, if you do something you're really good at and it brings you great joy, but it's not helping you meet other important goals in your life, that, that's what this title's about. Let me tell you this much. You're, you're, you're more, you're far more than halfway to where it is you want to go if you're listening to this show. You're on to the thing, but the thing isn't bringing you what you want. Now your job becomes one of Still, understanding yourself better, the deeper your awareness, your self-awareness, the closer and faster you're going to get to pulling off whatever your grand vision is, to pulling off whatever the next major goal is in life, to getting the career you want or building the business you want or just helping the kind of people you want to be with the most you're almost there. So how is it that you use it more effectively? How do you stop doing it wrong, this thing you love? You got to start tracking yourself. There's all the meditation things I've mentioned before, and there's journaling. Journaling, once again, is the easiest way. Start writing out what it is that's working and what's not working. You need to paint a clear picture of yourself to yourself. Once again, if it's all in your head, you're just lo you're losing. You're not going to get anywhere if it just stays in your head. You need feedback. Now, this feedback can come from when you read the stuff you journal or when you make lists of all the things that you love and all the, and the ways it's not working right. You can also start asking those around you that you trust the most. That's going to be family and friends and coworkers. Just remember... Be very careful with that because they have a preconceived idea of what you are. They know about, for however long they know have known you, they know about all your flaws as well. That shapes how they see you. And as you're trying to become this, this newer thing, they're going to give their responses 
flavored with their perspective of your flaws as well, with your flaws included. Just remember that. Uh, some people, they they might try to dissuade you when and when you ask them what, you know, how can I get better at doing what this is or use it for larger goals? They detect that you're about to change and they don't, they want you to stay right where you are at their side. You're their friend. You're whoever. You're important to them, and this puts that at risk. You're looking to become something different that doesn't involve them. That's going to shape how they respond to you. All the responses are helpful, but just be aware of the things I just said and filter filter out for those things. I would also say don't rely on your friends and family too much. If you look for feedback for too long with some of them, maybe this never happens to you, but the potential's there. They get tired of hearing about the dream that never actually takes place. It, it builds up a negative a negative energy between you and them that isn't even intended, usually. And you're going to actually lose ground. You won't even stay right where you're at. You'll actually fall behind every, every new time you bring it up. Loads of life experience speaking to you right there. I still have to be careful with that because... We're a very excitable bunch, some of us high po uh, bipolar people, and we're very enthusiastic about what it is we want out of life, and we have unique perspectives that seem unbelievable to those around us and maybe even to ourselves, and we might even be pursuing something wrongly in a way that our enthusiasm motors over and we can't even see that we're doing that that annoys the people around us they'll try to save us from ourselves for that reason now you have to figure out is it that that i'm trying to do and i'm doing it wrong or is it because they're seeing my flaws and they're trying to save me from myself you see this all gets very muddy blurry and tricky once again um spend more of your time with self-counsel while using meditation and the various strength tests I endorse, have endorsed before. That's how you're going to figure out how to start using better what it is you love. Look for tips from the world. Stay loose and open-minded. You're going to have answers provided to you from corners. It's going to come in ways you don't see, you wouldn't see coming. It's going to come unexpectedly. It can come from enemies. Everything's feedback. It can come from a situation you hate. You can be in some really negative situations, even doing what you love, and, and the question becomes, why is it negative? Is the situation bad and you just got yourself in a jam, or is it negative because you don't belong in it? Situation's inert. You just should have never got in it in the first place. It's not your gig. These kinds of things are what you need to learn to do to tease apart the various pieces of the reality that makes up your life because they're what you're using to paint the picture of who you think you are, which is then directing whether you use what it is you love well or not. That was a lot. That was multifaceted. To put some peace back into your life in this talk, go back to, always revert to, the alone time, the journaling, the meditation, the pondering of what you learn in various strength tests. One of the other tests I haven't mentioned before, keeping in mind 
to have an open mind, there's something called human design. The, the company that I've been using is called humandesignforusall.com. The guy's name is Shatan. His wife's name's Carola. For some of you, when you look into that, that might be a bit much to, to accept what they have to talk about. All I can tell you is it irrevocably changed my life in, 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 in ways that were like mind-shattering. It was... Um, it was intense in the best of ways. It was very fun having Shatan pick apart the information contained in my human design chart and tell me why my life was like it was. That will exponentially speed up all the work you're trying to do in understanding yourself and how to take how to figure out what it is you love most and using it well. If you can stay loose enough to go run with that, I suggest doing so. If not, Use the more standard stuff that I've been talking about. Nothing's even right or wrong so much. It's does it work for you or not? That's the last thing I'll leave you with in this episode. I learned that from Bill Harris at Centerpoint. Bill used to say, uh, he's gone now, there is no right or wrong. That's, that's an abstract concept we create in our minds. What is real, it's not real. It's whatever we think about a situation. The situation's just there. Whatever we think about it, that's what we think about it. doesn't mean anything except to us. What does mean something is, does pursuing a situation, getting more involved in it, bring you closer to your goals or further away from them? Pick accordingly. Of course, there's morals involved. You have to be morally correct. But even those morals change by location, location, culture to culture. Whatever yours are, apply them to the aspect of of thinking that says is this action bringing me closer to my goals or pushing me further away okay that was a lot to ponder you guys be well see you in the next episode